Hello, dear listeners. Thank you for listening to another spoiler-free episode of Rethinking Lost. This week, we rethink Recon, and we'll wonder what Charles Widmore is up to on the Hydra Island, whether the Man in Black can be trusted or he's pulling his own long con, and much more. So enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Everybody and welcome to episode 31 of Rethinking Lost. Today we're going to rethink Recon. I'm Scott Copperman, and my co-host, as always, is Mr. Elton McManus. How are you today, Elton? I'm fine. Very good. Thank you very much. Okay. We're actually recording on the eve of the great big Jay and Jack 30-hour Autism Speaks podcast marathon. It's kind of cool when you think about the fact that when we refer to that, we can pretty confidently assume that almost all our listeners know exactly what that is. Oh, yeah, definitely. And big props to them for that, because that's just grown just in the, the time Lost has been on the air. Yeah, well done, guys. So that that's going to have a lot of really great Lost analysis, a lot of just fun, non-Lost podcast and chit-chat and all. So we're going to try to offer you guys a <laughs> slightly different uh, analysis of Lost and try to keep it kind of short today because we know that's a big show and there's a lot of obviously 30 hours of podcast content to listen to in there but we appreciate you taking the time to listen to us as well oh yeah definitely thank you very much guys we appreciate every single one of you definitely now we're officially at the halfway part of season six <laughs> i don't want it to be halfway already i know well i guess it's a little less still because it's eight episodes till the finale so I guess we have, what is that, 10 hours left then? Yes, yeah. And it, it's moving along in a lot of ways, and it's it's still frustratingly not giving certain answers. I'm fine with the fact that we don't know what the flash sideways mean yet. I'm pretty confident we will know. But this was, uh, I thought it was a good episode. I know not everybody loved it. I, I liked it. It gave me that good feeling about what we see with the characters and, and where we're going. It, I kind of liked this version of James Ford, Detective James Ford. <laughs> yeah, I liked it as well. I don't think it was as much of a shock as what I was expecting it to be when he was tossed his badge. And I, I, I suppose I sort of guessed it halfway through what was going on anyway. I was like, oh, he's not going to be a con man this time, is he? In the real world, it's going to be the total opposite. Well, we had kind of talked about that with LAX, that he just didn't seem as troubled. Mm. And, and again, that's something we've said a lot of times, that this removal of the island or Jacob or whatever is different about this alternate flash sideways place is everybody just seems more content with the exception of Saeed. Mm. They're just at a happier place. Yeah. I wasn't too surprised with him being a cop though, because we've already seen him as a, um, a head of security in Dharma. Right. And so it sort of paralleled with that. I was starting to wonder if there was something to focus on in the elements of flash sideways and original storyline that are common? Are they the, the true nature of the people? Oh, okay. When you look at the fact that Miles and Sawyer are together as, as a team, does that mean that their their friendship is genuine? The fact that Ben truly cares about Alex, does that mean that's genuine? The fact that Sawyer... The fact that Saeed can't escape being a killer, is that because that's just who he is in his heart? Is there something to the, the commonality of the, the two representations of the character that's supposed to really say a lot you know, where we're looking at differences, maybe we should be looking at what's the same. In other words, you can't escape what you are deep down inside. With Saeed, he's naturally a killer. With James Ford, he's 
bit of a con artist, even though he's a, a, a copper. He's trying to pull the wall over Miles' eyes and get his own way. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's not something that really takes us anywhere, but when I, I still look at these and try to think of, well, what's, what's the meaning going to be? Now that this idea that this might be an epilogue has gotten a lot of momentum from other sources, now I'm thinking, well, maybe that's too obvious. Maybe there's still a misdirection in play and they're going to come around with something. Hmm. Yeah, I was thinking about with Flash Sideways. I'm still going to be happy if it is an epilogue, the way that we can actually see what's going on during this season. Mm-hmm. Although, on the rewatch of the whole season, it won't be as a dramatic twist. Or it won't be as powerful, I don't think. Well, some people have pointed to this episode and the fact by the end you have four people generally in the same spot. You have Charlie, you have... Miles, you have Sawyer, and now you have Kate. Mm-hmm. And Sawyer's looking for Locke's father, and it could be the beginning of bringing them all together. I, I just don't see that being the route this goes. Because their paths are still intertwined, and I'll go with the idea of what I said before, that there are just some ways that these characters are connected, no matter which dimension you look at. But I don't think it's going to be something like we had originally thought, where they're going to all get together and somehow make the journey back or that the timelines will merge it's looking less and less likely that the the timelines will merge to me i can't see how unless they're all dragged to an island which is under the sea i, I just can't see how it's going to work with jack and with Locke, you could kind of see how with a push in the right direction they could go back to being the way they were on island yeah but i don't think we can say that about sawyer you know saeed maybe i think if he ever got his hands on Anthony Cooper, then he might be uh, persuaded. Yeah. I don't know. It's funny. When he killed Anthony Cooper in the, the original event where it happened, he seemed just relieved. He seemed to almost come come to a sense of, of being at peace, and we thought, well, maybe his character wasn't even going to survive much longer. Oh, well, on the, once he killed him on the Black Rock? Right. Right. But here, I think, if he were to actually get to Anthony Cooper and kill him, I think it would put him in a completely opposite state. He'd be so filled with, with conflict about him. What, what has he done? What has he thrown away? Mm. He seemed, even though he had this agenda to get uh, Anthony Cooper, he seemed very confident, very comfortable, very at ease. I don't think he'd, he'd be able to go through with it, you know, in this alternate timeline. Yeah, I don't he think He seems anymore. like the guy who, oh, he really, he's got the gun in his hand, pointing at his head, and he just can't do it. No, it's a sort of edge gone from him. That bad boy edge. Yeah. Yeah, he's, there's a line now for him. Yeah. Mm. Well, what did you think about some of the Flash Sideways surprises that were out there? So you already mentioned you weren't surprised he was a policeman. No. Were you surprised to see Miles? Uh, I was more... I think I was more happy to see Miles. I thought it was great. Yeah. That's the spin-off show, isn't it? Yeah. And now they've done it, they... You, you can't really do it. It's already been done. So I think that's more of a, a little nod to all the people that are coming up with all these spin-off shows that, you know, once it's all over, all oh, the, these could do this and these could do that. And wow, look, you've got a little cop thing. People going around and solving murders and mysteries. Cause I think it was, um, Hurley and Sawyer at one point, wasn't it? Who are going to be teaming up as cops yep. in, in the so-called, uh, spin-off shows. But, I th- yeah, I thought it was great actually seeing him there. You know, people focus a lot on the fact that Sawyer went from con man to policeman, but Miles has done the same thing. I mean, we're seeing a Miles here who's 
got a better relationship with his father. Mm-hmm. Therefore, he's not as driven to use his talent, if he even still has the talent, to kind of exploit people and, and hustle. And when the first time we met him, he was in that house, right, getting the drug money that the the deceased son had hidden. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, supposed to be at Echo's house, wasn't it? Uh, That's the interpretation I got. That it, it looked like it could have been Echo's house. I think that was a... A lot of people weren't sure. There was some speculation it might be. I I think in the end they had kind of decided it wasn't. But oh, okay. It could have been. But yeah, I would... Do you think his uh, powers actually came from the island itself? Him actually being born on there and shipped off somewhere else. Maybe he's, his dad was doing unethical experiments on him or maybe had like a... And a flux capacitor in his bedroom <laughs> that he used to play with. I would think it's more that the the father's been tainted, exposed to too much gamma radiation or something, and then you know his sperm has now been radiated. Radioactive sperm. <laughs> Wicked. <laughs> well, so that was the first. Well, that was part of that whole. This con is not what you think, kind of thing. Mm. And then later on, we see Miles. Say he's he's got a girlfriend and that he's got a date set up for Sawyer. Were you surprised it was Charlotte? Yes, absolutely. I I, I thought it'd be Juliet. Yeah, I think I did as well. It was cool to see Charlotte though. She looked quite nice. Yeah. I have to admit. I, I've never been a fan of hers. No, I don't know what it was. When she first landed on the island, she was very stuck up and she seemed bossy at times, and then just withered away into the background. And it just okay. Now she's dead. No problems there, but I don't know. I'm I'm just not fond of the character or, mm. or the actress, <laughs> either one. But it, it was an interesting little banter she had with Sawyer, and then that's how we eventually learned that this Sawyer still has the same life experience. He's just dealing with it differently. Yeah, it's tough being Josh Holloway, isn't it? Yeah, I've got to admit, girl after girl after girl. Oh, poor sod. Just you know. Oh, really? Do I have to do another bed scene? Oh dear. <laughs> Okay, then. So, he's gone a different route. Do you think that we're going to find the big difference was that he didn't have Jacob there to give him that pen? You know, if they ever go back and and show how it's different, that we'll see him at the church and see him just kind of get that little house on the prairie lesson? <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, these, This uh, sideways flashing, it could either be a life without Jacob passing things on, or it could be a result of something resetting at the very end of season six. Mm-hmm. I had a thought that maybe uh, th- there's been mirrors in every single uh, episode. I-, I think apart from Ben's episode, I can't remember Ben looking into a, a mirror. Mm-hmm. And I think we both said that after we'd seen LAX and uh, Jack on the plane, we thought, oh, okay, there might be a mirror scene where someone ponders a, a-, a long look in a mirror. And it seems to have happened. You, you've had Locke looking in the shaving mirror. You've had Jack. You've had Claire. Did Saeed look into one? I can't remember now. But anyway, I, I think maybe in hindsight it might be them looking through through the mirror and at the island or at what the lighthouse is interpreting. Maybe every mirror in the whole world is like a little window in uh, which Jacob can look through. Hmm. And so, you know, Next time you walk past your hall mirror, you'd be like, ooh, can someone see me? It'd be, be quite a little cool little um, real-life thing to grasp onto. But I'm thinking maybe 
they can sort of see something just beyond them. It's like them pictures where you had to stare at them, but stare beyond the picture, and then you can actually see the picture come out, you know, the ones with all the funny little colours on them. Yeah. And so you're not actually looking at the picture. You have to look through the picture to actually see the picture. Mm-hmm. It's very strange. But I'm also thinking maybe this is, maybe everyone, once something's happened at the very end of the season, these the guys have actually flashed a bit like Desmond flashing forwards and backwards in the constant and they've actually flashed sideways and it's it's our real losties but in a their whole soul or whatever happens when you flash has been brought over to this new timeline and they're just picking up on little things that's actually changed yeah yeah I don't know how that would you know quantify and how that would actually come around though that would explain the appendix you know They've already been brought out, so it's it's a, a three year older Jack in two thousand and four, and you know his body is three years older. It's actually him from our two thousand and seven timeline flashed over, and all these guys are flashed over, and they're all meant to meet up with each other. I have been starting to think that Jacob kind of knew this was going to happen. That we're still going through Jacob's plan because he seems to know a lot of things were going to happen. He seems to still be kind of manipulating events. And I, I'm thinking it may still be a series of tests and that where we had said before that the Man in Black might grant these promises and, and someone must intervene and somehow make sure it's not like a devil's bargain. It's actually a, a sincerely for the better kind of situation mm-hmm. that people who who are making good decisions now or the right I don't know, right decision good decision I'm not sure the best way to put it but the people who don't give up might be a better way to put it in season six are going to be given a chance to go back to a decisive point in their life and go a different route I'd, yeah I'd go along with that so Could now it? you have you have Sawyer go back to his time of deciding whether to become a criminal or a cop you have Locke where he can hold a grudge or just get on with it. Yeah. You have Jack where he has a chance to um, not necessarily repair the relationship with his father, but with his own son. Mm-hmm. And then the ones who, who haven't really had a chance, there's Saeed who said a number of times now it's too late for him. He's he's given himself up. Um, you had Ben who did get a, an opportunity to choose yeah. a better path. And you have Kate who, you know, she's she's a floater. She's, she's hanging out with Locke. She's I don't know. I, I haven't seen anything that makes me say she's done something awful, but she hasn't done something great either. So, mm. Well, maybe that's to come. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's... Uh, I, I like what you're saying there. Maybe it's this this whole game. You, you said that Jacob know, seems to know exactly what's going on. Maybe this has been played out before, and Smokey and Jacob have played this whole game before. This This game runs, let's say from when the Black Rock arrives. So let's let's say around about 200 years, yeah? Mm-hmm. This, this whole game, they've played it once before. When we saw them on the beach at the start of uh, the incident in Season 5, that was, let's let's say, the the second time around. And so our guys, this this whole scene, the, the Black Rock comes along, Richard Alpert comes along, the others and Dharma battle out, Losties arrive in their plane, and... Something doesn't happen which proves Smokey right. And he turns around and says, look, they come here, they corrupt, it always ends the same. And they play it again, and they play it again, and then they play it again, and they're just pushing 
just slight little nudges on each one of these, these lives to try and get a different result. And that's what Jacob's doing because he knows exactly what's going to happen. And he knows if he just tweaks it here and he tweaks it there, then something might change along the line. And then all of a sudden, bang, it ends once. Yeah. And then, and then our, our losties are catapulted back to 2004 and they live out their lives. Yeah, I can see that. Or, or they're not necessarily 2004, but all the key players are sent back to a point where you know they can they can live a different life. Mm. Well, what did you make of the Man in Black's comment that he had a crazy mother, and well, then he also says that now Claire is crazy, and so Aaron will have a crazy mother. Did you take it to mean that Man in Black and Jacob are brothers? Mm. Then you're talking about the good twin, bad twin, then, aren't you? I don't think they are brothers, though. No, I, I still think they may be splintered halves of a of a single personality. Okay. And as far as her being crazy, I'm not even necessarily sure she's crazy as much as it may be he just doesn't get what what she sentenced them to do. I'm still in the mindset that the two of them have been given a task, and Man in Black is done. He just wants to be done. It's a failure. It's a waste of time. We know the result, and the Jacob side is saying, no, no, it, there's a good in them. There's... There can be a different outcome. Yeah. And Man in Black just... If Jacob would agree, and they'd hand in the report, the, you know, the two of them go and say, we've decided it's impossible, this is our official report, we want to be done, he'd be fine. He's not getting that cooperation from Jacob, so he's going to make it happen on his own. He's trying okay. to splinter himself off. But I don't I don't know who the crazy mother may be. I don't think they're halves of Aaron. I don't think Claire is the crazy mother or anything like that. Um, see, I was drawn back to uh, Adam and Eve again. There's just something about, oh, he, he's speaking about a, a crazy mother that we've never met. And we we got Smokey, and then we got that little kid with blood on his hands, and they all just seem to, for me, they're tying together. Mm-hmm. There's nothing actually physically or anyone said anything to tie these three people together, but I'm thinking, okay, maybe that's Smokey's original body, there's his mother, he put his mother out of her misery, and the little kid running around could have been... Smokey as a young child, or Jacob as a young child, with blood on his hands. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it just there's just something there for me. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I I don't think that's just a throwaway comment. I think it's going to end up being something that that makes a difference. Yeah. Well, did you see when he was talking? He was talking to um, Sawyer in this episode, and he had he had to turn around and he went, "I'm the smoke monster," and it looked like his whole, whole expression was regret and a bit of embarrassment and okay like, i've got to tell this guy okay i'm the smoke monster and he didn't really want to tell sawyer that right it's just something a little bit embarrassed about or i don't know it just i think it's because he's not he wasn't always the smoke monster like he said i think he's he's embarrassed and frustrated that that's what he's been turned into it's mm. it's interesting I, part of me though is wondering if this whole recon title and and the fact it's a Sawyer episode and the change we see in the Man in Black isn't supposed to suggest that he's begun to pull a fat, pull a con. Like a long con. Yeah, I could see it. I don't want it to be that way. Not that I really care whether he's a good guy or bad guy, but it was it was almost too much of a turnaround as he's being this compassionate father to the two little kids from the airplane and the way he talked to Kate and the way he talked to Sawyer. It was such a dramatic change that it either meant he was majorly misunderstood or he was faking. Yeah, maybe it points to uh, Smokey's trying to con everyone or maybe con Sawyer. And the recon is Sawyer 
actually conning, conning him back. That's the recon. Well, do you think Man in Black really wants to kill everybody? I think anyone who stands in his way is expendable at the moment. Yeah, but to me, that's the whole Widmore Ben mentality anyway. Yeah. That doesn't make you evil. That's that's just a uh, style. <laughs> yeah. See, I say all this about him, and you know, he, he comes across bad, but I'd rather be on Team Smokey than Team Jacob at the moment. Yeah. I don't know why. Maybe maybe it's the bad boy in him. <laughs> Draws me to him. <laughs> well, they're getting results. Yeah. But yeah, it did, everything he said made sense. He seemed to definitely have a plan. I think he knew someone was on Hydra Island. Yeah. Yeah, I got that feeling as well. And I assume he can't travel over the water. Like, he can't just smoke monsters way over. No, it doesn't seem like that, does it? He's. It seems very much like when he got um, Claire to go into the temple. He stood at the edge and sent someone off to do his dirty work. He, he did the same to Sawyer. Yeah. You know, he stood at the, at the water's edge and sent him off. But you, you don't think he can uh, fly over water? or? I don't know, because I'm still trying to decide whether he's been off-island before. Rather than an instant, you remember when yeah. he was Christian Shepherd, and we heard the smoke detector go off, and or when, when mm. Jack saw Christian in the hospital. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Already gonna. Well, then we were talking about the sonic fence, and Sawyer mentions that he sees Widmore building uh, pylons that look like this stuff around New Otherville. Yeah, he's got pocket sonic fence, isn't he? I'm gonna yeah. get me one of them, definitely. Well, that says he knows who he's dealing with, then. Mm, yes. See, I always, I still think that the sonic fence was put up to keep the hostiles out around Darmaville. Oh, yeah, it probably was a just a consequence that it kept the monster away as well. Yeah. Now, I, I'd have thought about that as well. Uh, do you remember last episode we had uh, Jack and Alpert in the, the Black Rock doing the, oh, you can't kill me, I can't kill you, and yeah. I can't kill myself? <laughs> yeah. In season five... Oh, Lafleur. Richard Albert turns up in Darmaville, doesn't he, with his big stick, flaming, sticks it in the ground, yes. and he says to Goodspeed, he turns around to him and says, oh, that sonic fence might keep other things out, but it, won't, it can't keep me out. Would it be a form of suicide if he walked through the fence? And, and so he can't actually kill himself by walking through the fence, so it's not going to keep him out anyway. So that's how he got into Darmaville. I think that's right. I think you're right. But if someone like John Locke grabbed Mikkel and threw him through the fence, mm-hmm. then he would die. <laughs> In theory, yeah. So that, that's how I think that one works. But I don't know. They seem pretty small, didn't they? Yeah, but when uh, Sawyer talks to Widmore, he even says, we both know the guy I'm talking about isn't Locke. Right. So I guess the assumption is that Widmore knows he's dealing with with Smoke Monster. How does Whitmore know that Locke's dead? Uh, maybe the... Oh, because he gave him the name Jeremy Bentham. And then he saw the suicide oh, course, yeah. in the paper. And he, he read the paper. Silly me. And he, I think he knows that they brought it back on Ajira because he knew that Eloise Hawking was meeting with... That she was in the church. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah. You know, it was a throwaway comment that I think we we're going to have to come back to at some point is the whole thing that... Uh, Widmore is Faraday's father. Okay. Do you remember when she says, well, he says he has he had to make sacrifices in his relationship with Penelope, and Hawking says, I had to sacrifice my son, and Widmore turns and says, he was my son too, Eloise. Yeah. But we never really saw any significance to that. It, it kind of makes that family, 
you know, pivotal figures in the the history of the island, and certainly in the history of this incident. Mm. Yeah. You know, the Widmores and the Shepherds are the two power families. They're the power struggles over yeah. the island. Now, I wonder how she left the island. Who, Eloise? Yes. Um. You know, he was exiled, and obviously they weren't together at that point. See, now, this, this bomb that went off, it wasn't the actual warhead that went off, though, was it? What do you mean? Well, they had... No, it was the warhead, because Saeed said he... I got a thermal warhead on me. <laughs> I, I don't know how much... Uh, I'm pretty sure the island would be obliterated. Everything above the island would be obliterated anyway, wouldn't it? Yeah. Ah, unless Eloise was still below ground when the bomb went off. Because they went under... Yeah, they went underneath to, to show Jack the bomb, didn't they? So maybe they were still underneath the ground when the bomb went off. And that's how she survived. And then they went, hang on, a bomb's gone off. Let's get off this island. Well, it just mean even in the original timeline. You know, we hit, we knew Widmore was exiled, and he was exiled after he was exiled after Faraday visited the camp. Yeah. And um, was Eloise pregnant then? Yes, Eloise was pregnant when they went to go get the bomb. Yes. Yeah. But when he was exiled, she wasn't at his side, and Ben, ben was in charge, wasn't he? Leading that that mutiny. Yeah, that was what eighties. It was just after Rousseau had landed so 86 ish yeah it's a strange thing i well i guess what you can theorize is they were together uh he fathered faraday he then had an affair and fathered penelope mm. which broke up their relationship and caused her to support the the ex- exiling exhalation i don't know banishment of widmore why yeah. she's not in charge anymore i don't know i think she left before widmore was kicked off the island. Well, what year does Desmond go back to? Oh, she's at the church. She's in the picture with the church guy. Yeah. But that has to be in the 90s, I guess. That's when he met Penny, wasn't it? He he met Penny outside the church or the monastery. Right. So let's see. 2000, he tells her he's going to call her in what, three years or five years? Um, I can't remember. I can't remember how well, many whatever years it is. It's, it's not in the 80s. It's in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I reckon Eloise left way before Widmore was kicked off. Yeah, it's probably not important. Obviously, someone is the mother. You know, I'm not saying it's Eloise, but there's only so many strong female figures we can be talking about. Oh, are you thinking of the Black Smoke then? Mother of the Black Smoke? Yeah, or or just where this this knowledge that Widmore would have and and the tensions between them. I mean, it seems like he's on Jacob's side. And he's against Smokey. Or unless he sees this as this is his opportunity to reclaim the island. Do you think he could be the third tier? Because he's obviously against Smokey because he knows about John Locke. He want... he didn't say so much as bring him over and we'll kill him, did he, though? That was all Sawyer turning around and yeah. saying, oh, yeah, I'll lead him to you, then you can kill him. He didn't say anything about that at all. He just smiled at it as if either, oh, yeah, I like that, or... Ah, okay. Well, I'll let you play that game, and then I'll show you when he turns up here. Well, he seems prepared for it with the pylons, and then whatever's in that locked room. I know people are saying it's a person. I'm not so sure it's a person. Ah, right. Okay, go on. Well, who do you think it could be? Because there's so many things that it could be. I just, I don't... There was no banging or anything. I I didn't think a person until I started hearing people say, Oh, there's a person in there. Who do you think? I'll bet it's this person, that person. I don't think it's Desmond. I don't. 
All right, I'll, I'll run through a little list for okay. you. Desmond, yes or no? No. No. Walt? Mm, no. Because Widmore would know where Walt is because he had Abaddon drive him around. Had uh, Sorry, had Abaddon drive Locke around. Right. I, I don't think so. I could go with one of the other children. What? Aaron the, or June. Okay. Uh, what about the book that he bought? Could it be that? Yes. But I don't know that you would have to lock it, that room. Okay, what about this? It's John Locke from the alternate timeline. The only reason I say that is the door had two locks on it, suggesting <laughs> lock number two. Ooh, that could be. I don't think you can go back and forth between the two, so I'm not so I'm, sure. Yeah, I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> I, I was thinking more like the guitar case and how everyone assumed it was a guitar, <laughs> and it turned out not to be. Mm-hmm. I was thinking here behind this door in this room, there's an assumption it's a person, but I don't think it will be. I, I pictured more of a device. If it's an Inca key, I'd be pissed. Sorry. <laughs> they turn around and, you know, like in The Mummy, where they press the sides and it all flaps open. If it's something like that, I'm not going to be happy. I'll be happy if it's the uh, the logbook from uh, The Black Rock. I'll be happy if it's Desmond, because we need some Desmond. Yeah, but do you and, want Desmond to come that way? Uh, I see it happening because Jacob said... They'll be coming. Maybe talking about Widmore and someone else. And the only way to get Desmond back onto that island is not to have a free roaming Desmond who can open the hatch and sink a submarine because he doesn't want to go on that island. He'd be chloroformed and fed through you know, a, a little plate in front of him and then locks back up until he can get back onto the island. It could be young Charlie. And so Desmond will have to follow. Ooh. But then that's his grandson, though. Or maybe it's Penny and Charlie. Ah, but that could be it. That it could be, it could be something to do with bloodlines, and so he needs Desmond's son. He needs his grandson for whatever whatever he plans to do to to reclaim the island. Right. And th- this will drive Desmond back to the island, and possibly Hawking will help. We'll have that'll be a means that those last few people off island are are driven back. Right. So ah oh, right. You said bloodlines. Now, what happens if Jacob could be part of the Shepherd bloodline, which it seems to be leading that way? Then Widmore is part of the Smokey bloodline. He's pissed at Smokey for killing his mother, and Smokey's the bad twin of Widmore. Okay. That sounds rubbish now that I said that. I'm digesting it, but I'm still thinking about the time. It, it doesn't fit time-wise because Widmore ages. Mm-hmm. We saw Widmore in the 40s. Just say yes. Sounds know. great. It does sound Sounds good. wonderful. <laughs> well, can Jacob and and Smokey father children? Can they can they marry? Well, Man in Black said he had a love. He yes. knew what it was like to feel betrayal, to love someone, to lose someone you loved. Yeah. I I think family, and I don't mean family in like a, a wholesome kind of sense, but but family connections are going to be important. That the Quans, the Claire, Aaron. Possibly Charlie, little Charlie, Desmond, Widmore, Hawking, Faraday. Am I? There are incidental connections we've seen with characters, but then there are also connections of blood, and they've actually gotten very little attention in the Flash Sideways. What the bloodlines? Right. I mean, we we had a mention of 
Claire Littleton, but that wasn't a resolved uh, aspect of of the Flash Sideways. It just was a, th- a throw-in. Mm. We haven't had a Desmond or a Hawking or anything yet. No, I'll, mm, I'll be surprised if we see Hawking now. I don't know, unless that is Desmond in there, then she might be there just to mock him as he comes off the sub and point and laugh at him, saying, you know, cause correction, Desmond, cause correction. Well, didn't we wonder, or someone had theorized that, you know, Penny was Widmore's illegitimate child, or a child from another relationship, and we thought Desmond might be Hawking's child from another relationship. Faraday was their common child. Okay. But that... That was why uh, Widmore was resentful toward Desmond, and at the same time, Hawking seemed protective of Desmond. Hmm. That, goes, that goes way back to one of our earlier episodes, that it, that just as Penny wasn't Hawking's daughter, but she was a Widmore, that perhaps Desmond may have been a child of the island. Hmm. That's what makes him special. Yeah, it's, it's, I wonder what, what makes him special. Is it, so now he's special, Walt's special, Aaron's supposed to be special as well, isn't he? Right. There's all different kinds of specialness. But he's unaffected by, or he's affected differently by time. Yeah, I don't think he's affected anymore now that he's actually sorted all them, the constant stuff out now anyway, so I wouldn't worry about that. No. Yeah, and that could have just been because of his ex- his turning the key. Mm. Yeah, that seemed to be the trigger. Yeah. Well, um... Let's go back to the the Hydra Island. What okay. did you think of the the lady Zoe that was running around there? Did you think that she was just playing a game straight away, or it it seemed weird? I'm not quite sure. I'll have to rewatch it to try to figure out what tips Sawyer off. I mean, he seemed to all of a sudden know she was uh, pulling something. Yeah, I can't remember what that was now. Well, he asked uh, her where she was going again, and she said Guam, and he jumped on that like <laughs> that's not where you were going, but that that is where they were going. So maybe I missed something else. I don't know. I, I I actually thought when they were doing the chase at the end of the off-island stuff, I knew it was probably going to be Kate, but I wouldn't have been surprised if that ended up being Zoe, who was running through the, the alley. Yeah. Now, that was a wicked little crash. That scared the bejesus yeah. out of me as that car hit there. I thought that was brilliant. Although it would have been made better if she was in a yellow cab <laughs> and hit his car. And the, the cab driver... That she nicked the original cab off in LAX, jumped out and gone, not again, and ran away with his <laughs> arms flaying around in the air. <laughs> A little circle for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But um, as far as her on the island, Zoe, I don't know. She just she reminded me of Naomi. It was the same type of character, same type of role. Mm. You know, Widmore surrounds himself with you know young, pretty women. See, now, in the first or second season, we would have seen her in the background of something. Yeah. Definitely. But we're not getting that at the moment. I I think that's to stop us from our eyes from being diverted from the main story at the moment. It would have been good if she was the one with the gun pointed at Sawyer in the very first scene. The one that yes. actually got nabbed. Right. Ava, I think they called her. Yeah. It would have been good if it was her. When I first saw her, and I thought she may have been the one who killed the 316 survivors, mm. my, I wasn't thinking that Widmore was there already. I was thinking of how people thought Widmore must have had a spy on the plane. So I thought she may very well have been on the plane with a group of other people and that they've taken out the rest of the survivors in preparation for Widmore to come. Yeah. See, I wasn't expecting her to be with Widmore at all. I was expecting to see Widmore maybe two or three episodes down the road. 
not straight away. Hmm. Well, I think that would have got frustrating to have him just circling out there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'll never get an explanation, I think, but he does seem to know a lot about the status of things on the island. What's working, what's broken, what's... I mean, he didn't go to the looking glass. Do you think the book may hold the key to everything? I It could be a rule book. Or it could be that... like a Faraday book? That uh, Yeah. It's, it's got the plans of everything that's happened before. All the rules of the game and stuff that's happened before and... You know, Richard Alpert has just written all this down. That could be. All right, that was the first mate's book, right? From yeah. The, all right, so somehow it got off the island. Oh, I can't remember how the book got off the island. I don't think they said. It was sold by, not not Alvar Hanzo, it was sold by someone else, wasn't it? According to Lostpedia, the Black Rock Ledger was a journal of the first mate of the Black Rock sailing vessel. It is thick, worn, leather-brown volume with yellowed pages and the word ledger gilt on the spine. To the outside world, the ledger is the only surviving artifact of the final voyage of the Black Rock, which was thought to be lost at sea following its departure from Portsmouth in 1845 on a purported trading mission to the Kingdom of Siam. The ledger was discovered in 1852 among the artifacts of pirates on some island off the coast of Madagascar, a notorious pirate haven of the time. It eventually came to be owned by Tovard Henzo contents of the ledger were never made public and were unknown to anyone outside the Hanso family until it was sold at Southfield's auction in 1996. So that's where Desmond went to. Yeah. The journal is referenced by Oscar Talbot in Chapter 5 of the Final 815... of the Find 815 ARG. Talbot was working for Branch of Woodmore and said his employers had the journal. So Hanso knew about the island, right? That's how Darm Initiative ended up there. Yes. Yeah. The fact that a pirate... Found, you know, it was found among the pirates. So somehow it got off the island. Hmm. Does that mean uh, like a Michael-type situation? Someone was allowed to leave the island? Possibly, yeah. Sent with the sent with the ledger and, I don't know, hid it? I don't know. Well, that may be, when we find Richard's story, maybe we'll find that he slipped the book off. Jacob told hmm. him to do it or something. Send this out, don't ask questions. That'd be cool. I'm thinking it could be in that uh, that room now. Yeah. I picture it being a book like Faraday's where it's got information from the future. Probably very Faraday journalish. Lots of timelines and lots of yeah. loops and uh, what they called paradoxes as well in there. Assume for a minute that when the Black Rock came... They were just like the A15 people. And yeah. someone within that group was like a Faraday who recorded. This first mate was an observer. He recorded everything he he saw and all. And like you said, it's history's kind of repeating itself. And within there is, say, the, either the origin of, of, of how Man in Black became Smokey. Yeah. Or some, some weapon that was used successfully against him. The history of what's actually gone down with Jacob and Smokey, mm-hmm. who he was before he was Smokey, the reason why he was turned into Smokey, and the rules governing the aforementioned Smokey. All right, I'm going to throw something out there, and you may not have an answer for it, but we all know that the Man in Black has an alternate form that is the Smoke Monster. Mm. It would only make sense that Jacob has an alternate form also. Why, why was that? 
because we don't see Jacob all the time. So, I mean, let, whether it was he becomes the wind, he becomes the light, he becomes the whispers, he becomes... The rain. Exactly. Something like that. It doesn't have to be so blatantly present. He could be the rain on the warning, because bad stuff always happens when it rains, doesn't it? Yeah, it on seems the island. To. Lots of bad stuff happened when it rained. Or is there even something that's more, more light and dark image oriented? I can't think of anything. Mm. But I think it's... The assumption is that the Man in Black was punished and forced to become this smoke monster, but Jacob wasn't always in human form, mm. so I wonder what other form he may have taken. I mean, did he just not exist a lot of those other times, or was he was he the rain, was he various animals? I, I get the feeling that he was just the man that we know. He's always been that man, but he's been on the island a very long time. That's why they showed him building that tapestry. Mm-hmm. And that that took years and years to build, and when he had finally built it, then Ben came along and stabbed him. And so I'd say that 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 is his form. He's okay. he's he's not a smoke monster, but Smokey, on the other hand, has had many forms. And I'm still curious why why Jacob had a means of getting off the island different than uh, Smokey. And I, I have to think Ben had another means off the island. Well, the sub we already said that was the submarine. Well, yeah, he's got the sub. Yeah. Well, it's, I've heard it battered around the, um, the way that Jacob gets off the island is through the lighthouse. He lines up the, the, the dial to a, a certain point and then, I don't know, magically falls through the mirrors and woo, he's back in, well, in the real world. Because he's light, light can go, go into the reflection. I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe he just projects in his self there or... I don't know. I, I did get a sense after, I guess it was after this... I was starting to hear increased backlash against this idea that Jacob could be not so good and and Man in Black could be not so evil. But again, he just he he's like the friend you can't ever count on. <laughs> the guy who's always late, never there, doesn't help you. You know, hey, we just built this uh, deck without your help. I thought you were going to come and help us. Ah, uh, but I made you stronger by not being there. <laughs> yeah, there's always wisdom at the yeah. end of it. But he he reminds me of the the Luke Skywalker that like he's the, the whiny little bitch at the start of everything, but then he turns a bit dark towards the very end and he comes through. Oh, I don't know. Team Smokey, me. I'm gonna get t-shirts made with Team Smokey <laughs> on them. <laughs> Let's kind of wrap up the episode here. So we had Sawyer. We got basically a picture of what life is like for him. There weren't a lot of mysteries, there weren't a lot of questions, except for possibly, you know, who is Miles' girlfriend, and what's going to happen with Kate mm. or, or Anthony Cooper. Has has Sawyer, by telling Miles, basically turned the page on that and said, you know what, yes, I know you're going to stop me, so I'm ready to go a different direction. And on Island, we had Sawyer going out to scout out. Like we talked about, Zoe was there. He talked to Widmore. He made Widmore a deal. He came back. Were you surprised that he told the truth to Smokey. It seemed like he wasn't going to at first, didn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. And then he... Oh, and I know this as well. But maybe that's the con towards Smokey. Smokey saw through that and realised, oh, you know, he has told me everything now. He wanted to hold it back, but no, he didn't. I think he was telling the truth when he said to Kate that he's ready to let them fight it out and he'll just try to... Right. How is he going to drive or pilot or sail a sub off unless he holds people hostage. I, it's not like jumping in the car and nicking a car and 
you know, burning off because you know how to drive a car. Well, weren't they going to take the sub? Actually, they did take the sub, didn't they? That's how they got back. They were in the sub being sent. Oh, what, when they were coming off island? Yeah. No, they, they got them to surface. They dropped them off on a boat, didn't they? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, they dropped them off on the boat. And then you remember the sub disappearing as Juliet looked backwards and you saw it disappear below the waves. And it carried on on its journey. And they paddled back. Hmm. I don't remember. Maybe. But maybe I just think he's confident enough that he can commandeer the sub. Yeah. Oh, and I, I totally guessed the aeroplane last week. I know that everyone had guessed it before me last week. But <laughs> yeah, there you go. I I oh, liked <laughs> that Sawyer had uh, promised Jin that no matter what, they won't leave without Sun. I felt like they were finally starting to see that connection of the Quans mutually being interested in finding each other. And I thought it showed a good good level of uh, development in Sawyer. Mm. And it, it, again, it just shows, I know some people just feel like Kate gets a, a bad rap, but there's nothing Kate did that makes you sit there and root for her or feel like she's contributing. She cooked a squirrel. Yay. Yeah. Oh, there was one uh, scene that we forgot to mention about the uh, Kate being attacked by Claire. Oh, I was so ready for it to go right in. Yeah, I was. That's it. Thank you very much. Let's get rid of. Her. I didn't really care for the how physical Smokey was. Just it just was, it was uncomfortable, and it it makes me think even more that maybe everything else we saw in there was a con on the part of Smokey. But he's just so heavy-handed anyway. It, it was easy to kind of chalk it up to that's just the way he is. Yeah, I didn't like the way that Saeed just sat there though, as if like monging out on his own. Just seemed a bit. Mm. Don't really want him to turn. I have to think Naveen Andrews is disappointed in his character right now. <laughs> Just let him be killed. There. You got Jack Bender going, right, do this, do this. And he's, mm, no, no, I'm going to sit here on this log. Yeah. But maybe, maybe it'll turn around. I'd... Um, mm. We've seen Ben make a choice and change his destiny. Maybe Saeed still can. Yeah. Just going back one step. Smokey said that his mother was crazy and he didn't like seeing her like that. Was she infected? I don't know. I don't really understand why everyone assumes the infection is this Rousseau-like state. Rousseau and Claire seem to me to be the victims of just being isolated on island for a long time. That kind of yes. craziness. I, the infection to me was the darkness taking over your heart. But even that, it, I think Dogen said that Saeed's heart was more dark than light. I don't know that that was from being in the water. I think that might have just been the way Saeed was. So, is there a possibility that there's no infection at all? Ye- no, fi- yeah. I could picture infection being more like being recruited. Right. Claire reminds me of Rousseau, and I don't think Rousseau was infected. I think Rousseau was just lonely. She was a yeah. good person in the end. And they'd just gone stir-crazy. Yeah. Being on the island for 16 years and three years. Yeah. And, yeah, maybe everyone else turned around to Syed and saying, no, you're evil, you're evil. And it's just gone into his psyche as if, why is, why is everyone saying I'm evil? Yeah, I died, I came back to life, but... But he still stabbed Smokey, and then he just gave up. He Just like well, he did off-island, he just gave up and gave in to being this other kind of person. Because he, he stabbed Smokey because he was told to stab Smokey to prove that he's still good. He wanted to prove that he's good. Yeah. 
and he was able to do it. Yeah. And then it all came down to it. It didn't really make any difference whatsoever. And so he's, oh, well, I must be a bad guy then. Yeah, I think that's just, he just gave in. And just just like with Ben, Ben said, because it's all like, why are you going with, with Smokey? Because he's the only one who'll have me, which is kind of what Saeed was faced with. Mm. He was exiled from the temple, but Ben decided, no, I'm going to go back the other way. So Ben off-island, he would have been fixed up by the the temple, wouldn't he? But yet he still seemed slightly less evil, less selfish off-island. I think off-island they didn't stay. I think that the story there would have been that the Linus, Roger Linus went there, found out he was going to be a janitor, and said, screw this, I'm leaving. Ah. Uh, like he, ben was never there to be shot. Yeah, okay. Yeah, took the next sub home. Right, because he said, they seem like good people and all, I wonder what would happen if we stayed, but... He just decided, you know, maybe he stayed for a month or something, but he just, he never put in his 10 years of janitorial service. Yeah. Um, no, that's cool. I like that then. Should we kind of wrap it up here since I know there's a lot of other podcast content for people to be listening to? Yeah, yeah, why not? We'll try yeah. to keep it under an hour. Yeah, I'm happy to, to close the book on Recon. Yeah, I think oh. we're going to get a lot more answers. I think this episode probably was the most, uh, just a step along the way of all the episodes we've had so far. And like we said, no no real mysteries, no real mythology elements uh, that we can latch on to yet. It was a, a setting-up episode, but it was a nice setting-up episode. It wasn't a filler or anything like that at all. No, it kept the story moving along, and it, it kept some balance. And I do think things we saw will have some impact, just by its... You wouldn't say right now you had some answers or some new mythology things to consider. No. It may no. come into play later, though. No, but I still enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought it was good. So we'll be back in another week, guys, with another episode. We hope you're enjoying it. If you like what you're hearing, please do check out our other podcast, An Apotheosis of a Bombast, which is available on iTunes or at bombastpodcast.podbean.com. It's Elton and I and the occasional guest talking about weird news, websites, um, cool lists, quizzes. It's just the same thing, about an hour of just talking about stuff and... Usually it gets a little weird, but uh, it's yeah. Um, follow us on Twitter, they're all on the, the website at rethinkinglost.podbean at rethinkinglost.podbean.com. And I think next week we've got a couple of emails that we can hit and then go into the next episode. Yes, and oh, we should probably wrap up with that with an acknowledgement of Alex from it used to be Alex's hiatus cast, and now it's it only ends once. Uh, he did step up and say that the questionable <laughs> iTunes review we got was probably directed at him. And I do want to thank the, we had a flurry of of real positive comments come in after, and really appreciate you guys kind of stepping up and standing up for us. Yeah, I think that was um, uncalled for for his podcast as well. You know. There's, I don't think there's any room for slagging off for no reason at all, to be honest. But, oh, yeah. yeah. He didn't deserve that. Bloody hell. Yeah. Just say it directly to the person and give them a chance to respond, and then you go your separate ways. Why do you have to sit there and put a scarlet letter on a... Yeah, send an email and say, you know, you're not... I don't like you. Yeah, do that. (laughs) And then we can return and say, up yours. We don't like you either. And it's over. And we all move on. (laughs) (laughs) like we are going to right now yeah thanks very much guys we'll talk to you in a week cheers guys bye bye bye